you're listening to Swipe Left, Swipe Left, the podcast that celebrates embarrassing true stories. And this is actually the last episode in the season. But don't worry, we're going out with a bang. We are Shelf, or we're a comedy double act from South London, and we've been best friends since we were 10. I'm Rachel. I'm Ruby. Yeah, we're currently in lockdown together in a one-bedroom flat that we platonically share. It was a few years ago, and we were at a lesbian festival. It's called L Fest, and we were there performing as a double act. And it's probably good to mention, like, for the listeners at this point, that we're also, like, queer. This wasn't, like, a sort of safari trip thing we did. (laughs) Yeah, very much a part of the team. (laughs) Both of us. (laughs) Yeah, we were both single at the time. And the festival was, like, hilarious anyway. It's got this, like, indoor room, which was kind of like a school disco with carpet, a bar. It was like Butlins, but everyone's a lesbian. Yeah, and so we'd done our gig, and then we went there afterwards for drinks. I was approached by this woman. We'll call her Wife One. And she was like, my wife really fancies you. And I like look across to see the woman's wife, who we'll call wife two, smiling and like waving. Ah, I quite fancy wife two. And then wife one goes, we'd be really interested in a couple swap. And me and Ruby are not, and never have been in any way, a couple, sexually, romantically, any of that. We get grossed out changing jumpers in front of each other, like it's that anti-sexual. But I think because we're two gay women in a comedy double act, people for some reason assume you must also be in a relationship. Like, I don't know what it is that when two gay women go on stage and go, we're gay, they're like, I assume together. And so normally we're like, no, we're not a couple. And in this instance, well, I do quite fancy wife too. I'm sure Ruby will understand. So I go like, oh yeah, we could be interested in a couple swap. I just think my partner uh, would really appreciate some time to get to know you and I can get to know your wife. Ruby, if you get approached by a wife, I'm so sorry. This is what is happening. And I was like, you know, a combination of furious, but also like, well, that does sound hilarious. So yeah, let's let's go along with it for now. <laughs> Then I was, like, hanging out with wife two, who was great. Oh, my God, this is going brilliantly. Dancing together and, like, having a laugh. And, you know, meanwhile, I'm with wife one, who's, like, absolute a delight, a joy, and just not my type in any way at all. And with a, a very, like, old-fashioned romantic vibe... I'd been bought nice wine, poetry had been quoted in a sort of continued attempt to win me over, which is just not working. Actually, this might be the perfect balance because Rachel can go do whatever it is that women do together with that woman and I can just sit by the fireside with wife one and we'll talk about our feelings. We definitely like caught eyes. What I read was from Ruby was, whatever you're doing, hurry up. 
Just, can you be done now? This is honestly gone on long enough. You owe me. Yeah, just a little bit longer. Please, just give me a couple more minutes. So then I'm like to wife two, oh, should we go back to the tent? And then wife two's like, yeah. And then like tells wife one and Ruby. Oh, I don't think we were all going back. And we become increasingly aware that this is the kind of couple swap where they want all couples present in the tent at the same time. I do not want to be anywhere near Ruby doing that. <laughs> what? Oh no, what have we done? We're getting closer towards this tent and there's a part of me, I'm not going to lie, I think it's because I fancy wife too. I'm like, you know what? I accept this. At some point, we all knew Ruby and I would have to cross this barrier. Let that happen today. I did not accept this. This clearly does not have the old-fashioned courtly romance to it that I thought it did. She very much wants me to have sex with her in front of her wife. That's what's happening here. There is one way out of this. <laughs> Just as we got to the tent, I stopped walking. Honey, I can't do this. And everyone freezes. I never wanted to be open. This has only ever come from you, and I have done everything. I have done everything to make you happy and to keep us going. But I cannot do this, not tonight. It was such a good performance, I'm not going to lie. So I'm, like, stifling a laugh. There's a part of me that wants to, like, engage in the drama and be like, let's turn this into a full-fledged fight. And then I'm like, you know what, let's, I'll, just go, I'll just go with Ruby. Like, she's done me such a solid for this whole evening. Oh, I'm so sorry, darling. We don't have to do it. And wife two and wife one are like, no, guys, please. No, I love her more than either of you. And we, like, swanned off holding hands. <laughs> that was close. <laughs> I mean, I think in terms of our best friendship, there just has to be a line when it comes to me having sex with someone in front of her as a favour, you know? <laughs> Like, we don't have a lot of boundaries, but we have to have at least one, and I think it should be that one. And thinking about it now, I'm like, thank God that didn't happen. I think we'd be changed. I'm not sure we could do comedy together anymore no. if no. we'd had to see each other like that. I laugh. If you do decide to be an imaginary couple for a partner swap, don't be in a very Googleable double act <laughs> where it's extremely easy to fact check the couple status and also find the story about you recorded on a podcast somewhere. <laughs> what an amazing friend Ruby was to take it that far. I feel woefully inadequate or underqualified to really comment on this story. I feel like there's not much of my experiences that kind of overlap with anything here. <laughs> but I mean, it is an amazing story. 
Totally, yeah. Though I have to say, I don't think I've ever been invited into a couple swap, and I'm not sure what I would do, especially if it was me and a friend rather than uh, <laughs> my actual other half. So, yeah, good on them for like giving it a go. They did tell me afterwards that they had been approached like a couple more times for a couple swap and just kind of, you know, caught each other's eyes and were like, never again. But would the story have been better if they'd gone through with it as well? Just imagine what they could have said if they had gone there. It might have ruined a friendship. And a business relationship too. A comedy pairing. Totally. And they share a flat together. So I think, yeah, I just think there was too much on the line to risk it. Thanks for listening to Swipe Left, Swipe Left. That was our last episode of the season. It kept a smile on our faces through this strange time, and we hope it's done the same for you. Do keep on checking out our website, swipeleftswipeleft.com, for updates on future projects, and you can also see listener stories which we post there. And seeing as it's our last episode, we just wanted to thank some people. George Taylor for our theme music... Connor Courtney for our marketing and a very special thanks to Archer Crofton for all of the design work and Stable for being there for us and thanks to all of our contributors you've been amazing and we just couldn't have done it without you so until next season stay well bye bye okay and rolling Introducing Story Notes, a brand new podcast by Stable. We tell the stories behind the stories from world-class audio producers. It's about somebody who drilled a hole in his head. This is a piece all about my grandma. We simply listen, take notes and ask the questions. I wouldn't say they were always the easiest, what's the word, patients, victims, (laughs) interviewees, that's it. Presented by myself, David Maguire. To listen, all you have to do is search Story Notes wherever you get your podcasts. Cut.